0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor.
0: Bonsoir. We are so happy to have you with us tonight. Mm -hmm. We have a great show planned for you. We're taking your calls. The phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. And we have an awesome giveaway for you today, too. Right. Mariah Carey. In Las Vegas How awesome is that So in honor of Valentine's Day The Rendezvous We're going to send you And your favorite person To Vegas To go see Mariah <laughs> And you can enter At the therendezvousshow.com To win that trip She's returning to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace With her residency Mariah number one To infinity That looks like Such a good show So Yes Make sure you enter
1: Vegas baby Vegas, Vegas.
0: Vegas. Is Vegas for romance Vegas is for a lot Of different things You can do romance In Vegas though I like Vegas. You can do romance. Fun romance. You can do naughty. A little bit of everything. You can do both. You can hook up. And we're going to talk about hookup culture, actually. Yes. Um, Simon, you had an interesting conversation with your goddaughter and her friend I heard about hookup culture. I
1: have a great story. It was an eye-opener for you? uh, Listen, it will be an eye-opening for all of us when I tell you what it is.
0: Oh, awesome. I can't wait because uh, that was not a part of that Uh, In my younger years, it wasn't really a thing yet. Neither was I. Can't wait to hear about that. If you want to call and talk about that, 855-905-8255. We're going to hear Simon's story next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You are listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. Email us anytime, therendezvousshow.com. Simon, we were talking before the break about... Uh, hookup culture and you said that you saw your goddaughter and her friend recently and they were talking about it. What did they say?
1: That's right, Angie. I was just in Philadelphia this this past weekend and, and they even took pictures on our, on our website. And I went to see my goddaughter um, who's 20 and her best friend, Taylor, who's also 20 and my goddaughter has a boyfriend for you very exclusive and all that. And we're having dinner. And then Taylor you know, explains to me that in college what's the hookup culture? And I said, what do you mean by that? She said, well, you know, even for me at 20 now, you know, I might see a guy I like, you know, and, and and he'll say, you know, you want to come back and watch Netflix or this? And that's a signal. I said, it's a signal for what? It's a signal that, you know, maybe I'm going to hook up with him. And I said, just like that? She goes, yes, I'm mean, just like that. You know, and the next day, if I don't like him, I'll never talk to him ever again.
0: Do you think that that's lazy on the man's part? Because you're just kind of skipping over everything and but going right to the end of the book.
1: It's not the man that I've changed. It's the we men.
0: And she's okay with it.
1: They were all, she told me that, you know, and then she was telling me about that guy who uh, tried to play romantic or tried to put too much pressure. And the girl said, That's too much for me. I just wanna, you know, hang out. And if I feel like hooking up, I am. And I said to her, I said, So the next day, how do you feel? I said, It doesn't matter. The next day is the next day. And, we, you know, if I don't wanna talk to him, I'll, I'll. but I said, But you've made love to him. And she's like, Oh, if you couldn't call it this made love. Yeah. And, and I thought of myself, I said, When I was at 20 years old in college, No way at the time you could just tell a young, you know, a woman classmate, hey, you know, Netflix and chill. Right. That would have been a slap in the face. Because
0: it's very, it's, you're assuming that it's just for sex. Well, yeah. But But that's what you wanted, though. I mean, that was the end
1: result. The boys wanted it. Right. The girls didn't or didn't dare.
0: Or we were playing hard to get because that's how we were raised. And you didn't want to do that on the first day because it was, you know, you got lumped into a certain category you were too easy or, you and, know.
1: And, and what I realized, Angie, for the new generation of women, they are liberated from guilt mm-hmm. and they all know that we're protection and they are totally adult about it. But they really, how can I say it properly? They make the move on the man. It's interesting. They, they don't, it's really like they decide who, yes, and it's not because you're cute. You have to be, I heard, artsy. You have to dress kind of ugly. <laughs> if, you, if you dress, dress
0: ugly, like and you dress can ugly, get it. Not like,
1: not like a prep school guy. Right. No blazer like me, nothing like that. You have to have big dog Martin shoes. Stuff like that. <laughs> I said, I don't even know what Doc Martin shoes are. And, and she said, if we see that look, we feel at ease and we can hang out.
0: It's more comfortable maybe because you're skipping all this conversation and maybe you don't feel like you're being interviewed and you're just getting right to the business. But then how do you ever find if you genuinely like someone? Well, So
1: I said to that to her and and, 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 and my gutter, best friend said, you know, well, she had this relationship with this uh, guy I played ping pong with uh, from Argentina, Argentina, a, a very handsome young man who provoked me in ping pong and uh for the record i win of course you did no, i am I did <laughs> anyway so and, and and they stayed together for a year and that was that but she and she just said after that you know i'm glad i'm glad i went with him and i'm glad it's over now and she has moved on and but they're
0: doing everything backwards it's the sex first and then we'll see if we like each other yes, down the
1: road because there is no more guilt no more guilt and and tinder is on and everything but i'm telling you the way you dress what you say don't speak too much Netflix and Chill are codes and and uh if you have alcohol past 21 Oh alcohol will well, move anything
0: along real
1: quick You in
0: <laughs> Well that's interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean I missed that whole part I of dating too. because I started dating my husband, and like immediately after that, all the Tinders and the Bumbles, those were all invented. So I missed that entire culture. I don't know that I would have felt comfortable with it just because it was never a part of my repertoire, but um, it's different now. and Totally different. Young people hooking up with no strings attached is going down in the DMs. But how long can you do that before somebody catches feelings? That's what we need to talk about. Yes. And we'll do that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, Simon-Marcel, our French romance expert. Hello, Simon. Bonjour,
1: la belle Angie. Uh, Bonjour. Bonjour, la belle Angie. A
0: Belle. Uh, That's so sweet. beautiful Angie. Oh, you're so nice. With your green eyes. I do have green eyes. Does that mean I'm jealous and crazy?
1: No, it means you're passionate and intense.
0: That means I like money. (laughs) We all
1: like money, though. Oh, that
0: is true. And I have brown eyes. You do have brown eyes. You know what that means. You're full of it.
1: Come on. I knew they'd tell me that.
0: (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My mom has brown eyes. Beautiful. If you want to call up, 855-905-8255. We've been talking about hooking up with someone, hookup culture, but how long can you do the whole hookup thing without someone catching feelings? Is there any way to avoid that? I mean, I think if you're hooking up only, uh, if you're just friends with benefits and you're not having intimate conversations, I guess that can go, but- I don't know how I could do that because but Angie, I get attached.
1: Here's why. You know how people, you know, can fall in love just looking at each other. love at first sight. Have yes. To, okay? They don't have to talk. Boom. It's the same this thing. It's the chemistry. So it's all about the chemistry, your subconscious, you soul, your heart. So the fact that you're making love or hooking up won't stop the fact that one time the two of you has met the right match and boom. It's a big bang.
0: And it's on. Did you ever feel that way about a woman, love at first sight?
1: Yes. You yes. did? Three times.
0: Three times. Three times. Just from looking at them, that chemistry.
1: Looking, looking, just looking and listening.
0: That's the greatest feeling in the world, isn't it? That's
1: what I'm looking for, Angie. Oh, To, to feel it again.
0: Yes. We're going to take your calls more on this topic, The Rendezvous Show, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir.
0: We are taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Hit us up anytime by email. Uh, you can find all that information on our website, therendezvousshow.com. We've been talking about hooking up culture, how easy it is to just slide into the DMs, to find somebody on social, and that's the way everybody's doing it. We were talking off air about how nobody... Ask for a phone number anymore?
1: Well, nobody of of the younger generation, right. right? Everything
0: goes through social media.
1: It's exactly it's the DMs. You know, you get your um, the messages, and and that's what I've learned this weekend in Philly with my goddaughter and her friend that they don't really care about phone numbers. All they want to do is your Instagram. That's crazy. You because, got your gram, and yeah. that goes down. You're
0: not really getting to know each other anywhere but, but they, the
1: bedroom. But they feel the Instagram reveals a lot because they all have designs, singers, um, you know, like culture things, and it's cool. So, yeah,
0: you can find out a lot about people on their social media. And so I guess if you're just doing everything in the inbox, and in the DMs, on social media, you are having a lot of conversation, but you're not having it face-to-face. Does that make a difference? Do you feel like people are scared, like the younger generation, to have those conversations? Is it too intimate because we're so used to doing everything on a computer?
1: I th- on no, text. I don't think they're afraid. I think, it, they don't, I think they're used to the... They used to computer, used to type better than to talk, but then they know how to talk, and I found the the younger generation to be extremely direct and, yeah. and right on. But
0: is that the same reason you get ghosted easily? Because it was super easy to get in. Is it that easy to get out yeah, to? that's a good point. And that's hurtful, I think, though. The, the, ghosting, the ghosting is... The ghosting,
1: it's definitely hurtful. But this, this, this new way of dating and, and the fact that we don't talk uh, is the advantages in a way that guys are shy, women that are shy... And it's the disadvantages, in my opinion, of, of, of people like me who love a good conversation and feel at ease in a right. conversation and less and less want to do that.
0: I, I can understand that. And are other men confused about this as well? Because, you, as you were saying, we women are liberated and we want what we want. And it's very easy for us to ask for it and get what we want now. So how are men taking it? We're going to talk more about this and take your calls coming up next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir.
0: Thank you for being with us tonight. If you're listening, you can call in anytime. Our phone lines are open at 855-905-8255. We do have a caller on the line. Let's say hello to Darren from Alexandria, Virginia. Hey, Darren.
1: Hey, Darren. Hey, how y'all doing?
0: Good. We're great. How's it going? It's, um, it's good. Uh, not, not,
2: no complaints on my end.
0: Okay, great. Um, well, then what you calling for?
2: I'm calling uh, for this no strings attached Netflix thing, uh, and, like the <laughs> hookup culture.
0: Netflix and chill uh, mentality? Yeah. yeah. What do you think I'm about single, the, you know, What do you think about it? I don't know. I think, like,
2: it can be confusing for for guys and girls um, because if you're just not making any commitments, first of all, it's like on a disease level, that could <laughs> that can be a horrible thing. Or if the younger kids these days, they just like hook up and it's almost like free love. And I don't even know if they're using condoms and things. So well, that's are one you, problem. are you
0: using condoms? I hope that you uh, are. Yes, here. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay. Um, but that's not the point. Pl- I mean, like, what happened to relationships and actually people going out on dates and things? I, I don't know. What it, You just find somebody on, on one of these apps. You say, "Come over, let's hang, let's Netflix and chill, and that's it." And what does that say for our culture?
1: Uh, Is Um, it cultural or is it social? Which is a a behavior. So interestingly enough, if you think of it, you know, and and I'm I'm in my late forties, so I've been, you know, it was a different time. Nothing like that when I was in my twenties. It was way, way more romantic. You had to take on dates. You had to Mm -hmm. bring flowers, and then eventually you'd make love. After all that. Now things have changed. But it thinks because younger women are liberated from the guilt. What happened is it's accepted. It's okay. You're not called the the S word or other words like that. Uh, So it's just the way it is. And women, young women, have decided, well, they'll test the market and go from it with no guilt.
0: I think that women have always had the same desires and the same needs as men and the same wants as men when it comes to sex. And, you know... I, I do believe that all of the online and the apps and all of that dating culture has really pushed the hookup culture, you know, into the stratosphere now. Um, but like you said, I think that, that that we feel like, hey, if we're maybe not in the place to get in a relationship right now, but we still want to get some, so to speak, it's really easy right. to just go on and start swiping. Just like that. And But it's just up to – and but we're all adults at the same time, and if that's what you want to – and the other person is of the same page, then what is the problem with that? I guess, you know, when we would meet people... Back in the day, in a bar or through friends, you would date because you're trying to get to know them. But a lot of times on these social sites, you are you know somebody, you know, just through texting here and there before you ever even meet them in person.
1: I, I agree. And, you know, the, the, before fast food, people would take a meal and spend 30 to 30, 30 to an hour sitting next to each other talking, right? right? No, Like 50 years ago, nobody would have taken five minutes to eat fast food. Mm-hmm. Well, we went from fast food to fast sex. And yeah. like it, it really, it's a whole thing. But we have to adapt and not judge. I think that as long as they're safe. Well, they're like rabbits. So they make love. Right. <laughs> they do. That's-
0: True. And I think if you're everybody's being honest and in and what, uh, what it is that you're looking for, that's the most important part, because then you're not wasting anybody's time.
1: Women now, uh, they, they are liberated.
0: Well, we are liberated. And I really, <laughs> I'm really, i really kind of upset that I missed that whole opportunity in my youth. Me too. <laughs> now I'm married. And it's like, where were these apps when I was around? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me
1: too, Angie.
0: Well, Darren, we wish you the best of luck in your dating and, and whether you're in the hookup culture or you're being Mr. Romance yourself. I hope that- uh, I
2: like old school romance personally, but-
0: uh, I do too. I'm with you on that too, but we hope you find the one for you, whether it's online or, or wherever. Thank you for calling in, Darren.
1: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Diane.
0: Thank you. We're going to keep calling. Uh, We're going to keep talking, and we're going to keep taking your calls as well. Also, we're going to talk about honesty. And is too honest, Is is there a such thing as being too honest when you're in a relationship? We'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255 or anytime online at therendezvousshow.com. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour,
1: Angie Taylor. Bonjour.
0: We are having a big talk tonight about dating culture, hookup culture. Yes. How everything is online and being in the DMs and like if you are dating somebody In that way where everything is just kind of hookup culture How honest should you be with someone from the jump About what your expectations are Or what your desire is for that relationship Let's say I'm a female Simon We are in the DMs Maybe we've hooked up a couple of times What would you think if I told you This is all I'm interested in I don't really want to get serious I just want you for sex How would you feel about that?
1: Well, it's a, it's it's a mixed feelings because on one hand you flattered, obviously as a guy, you flattered right. somebody just wants you to make love. On the other hand, there is a feeling that you're dispensable, removable, disposable. Yeah. And that feeling can be a poisonous one because if you're saying it to me, you could say it to somebody else. Also, I mean, that means you don't like me, right? You want me, but you don't like me.
0: I can't see hanging out with you all day, yes. every day, but I can see hanging out with you for maybe an hour here and there.
1: So, so <laughs> I, No, exactly. So it means if I have any feelings for you, I have to restrain them and not tell you how I feel. And it's all me- it becomes mechanical.
0: And I guess it just depends on how honest the two people are about what they can handle. If you want more, then you should say you want more to give that other person the option to get out of it if they need to.
1: But I feel... I feel that, and I've been dating for years now, that the there is a side of, of people who are afraid of expressing their feelings, really.
0: It, yeah, it's, it's very hard for people the to romantic have. romantic feelings. That's exactly true. And I think a lot of it is because of everything being online. Has anyone ever told you something when you were dating them? That they wish they hadn't tell you, hadn't told you. I mean, there's sometimes you're dating somebody and you can't get that thing out of your head, that thing that they told you. That's gonna be our next subject. Yes. So I want you to think about if anybody has done that to you. Like the number. That's right. And we'll open up the phone lines for your calls. 855-905-8255. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. Our phone lines are open. We're taking your calls. We're talking about, Simon, being in a relationship with somebody, and maybe during a conversation they divulge something to you that you can't get out of your head and is, like, bothering you. Maybe it was something negative or something from their past. Yes. Um, has that ever happened to you?
1: What has happened to me a couple of times is uh, uh, women who've told me men they dated that I thought were pigs. Oh. and Once I knew who that was.
0: Changes your opinion
1: on them terrible.
0: Uh, see that can happen. I di- What about you? Uh, well, I dated a guy one time who um, was a dancer.
1: A dancer. Um, uh huh. Dancer like what? Uh,
0: did not the Joffrey Ballet. Not Let's put like- it that. Like on a pole sometimes, oh, maybe that, kind? that that kind. Really? And he um, happened to tell me that every time his best male friend came into town, that his best male friend would sleep with him in his bedroom. And I found that to be very odd voilà. and could not get it out of my head. Um, so we ended up not dating anymore. And then I found out that his male best friend was more than his male best friend. So my intuition that's, was on. <laughs>
1: that's that's an important information to have. But I what mean, about, what?
0: the career probably could have led me to that conclusion before he ever said <laughs> anything. But I was blinded by the muscles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Angie, you like men with big muscles.
0: I just like Matt and Simon. Um, but, but all kinds of men. You I,
1: married somebody with big muscles. So. I
0: I did, but I don't discriminate.
1: I've liked all types. I like to know that. But here's a question about the number: the number of people you slept with. Uh-huh. If a guy would say to you, "I've slept with a hundred or fifty women." Does that bother you a bit or it was before you and if there is no STDs, you don't care? I
0: mean, a number doesn't bother me as long as you're clean and you're not bringing anything to me. I just don't want to know the number. So it would bother me more that you had to tell me. Like, why do I need to know that? You know what makes you feel like you have to tell me a number? Okay, I guess that's, that's
1: that's a good point. That's, yeah, that's a good point.
0: So, but that's something that can stick in your head and bother you. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to take some calls on if something is still bugging you and you can't shake it that someone has told you that you're dating. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. Phone lines are open if you have any questions, romance, love, sex, you name it. Simon Marcel, our romance expert, is here. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour, here every night to answer your questions. And we do have a question. Um, We were talking earlier about dating somebody that told you something that you really wish you hadn't heard because now you can't get it out of your head and it's driving you crazy. And on the phone, I believe that is... Related to this is Carrie from Tampa, Florida. Hey, Carrie. Hi, Angie. Hi,
3: Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour, Hello. Carrie.
3: <laughs> How's I, it going? So I I normally I normally wouldn't call in. I have actually been watching your show, Simon, in bed with Simon.
0: Oh, and I'm thank very you.
3: Very inspired to open up about my relationship woes. Um, and so I so I heard you guys talking and. How long ago? It was about two months ago when the guy that I'm currently dating, I'm not going to say his name, um, told me that when he was in college, he used to be a male
0: dancer. Mm.
1: Um, Oh, the things we do in college. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: I would assume so,
1: yeah.
3: You know, he would get hired to do bachelorette parties and everything. Um, And I'm thinking that's not such a big deal. People do that all the time to put themselves through college and college and college is expensive. But he also said that sometimes the women who would hire him would give him extra money to sleep with him. And he would do it? I don't know how I feel about that. And he would do it.
0: Oh.
3: Is this a deal breaker in terms of relationship? I mean, every time he and I, you know, get intimate, I've started to... My mind wanders to these, you know, middle-aged drunk women who <laughs> were maybe in my place not that long ago. You know, it's, and, well, he's
0: he's long since retired his thong. I'm assuming, yes.
3: As far as I know,
0: yeah. But as it, far as you it, know,
3: it, the picture lingers. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, that's a little difficult to – the male dancing thing, okay, but to go farther, you're basically a gigolo escort or whatever if you're taking money for sex. Um, Can you look at it as if it's any other girl that he slept with in the past and just let it go like that? Because obviously he slept with other women. Is it just the fact that this was a stripping situation? I think
3: it's the fact that, you know, he – I mean, part of me in my head is is thinking, oh, my God, I'm dating a male – prostitute which well, which is difficult for me to th- deal with I mean I, w- I grew up in a religious household and I I'm, and I'm not so you know religious now but you know that's but, still part of my upbringing
1: Carrie I, if you may I, I don't think it's about the religion it's about as a woman here's what happens first of all you should have never told you that fact because he rotten immediately the romantic aspect of it meaning you just now realize that he can be as excited in bed for somebody who pays him or you and oh, with that thought, point. that's why it really rotten the relationship. Because mm. he, when he told you that,
0: yeah, because it was sex was a job. Yes, and now and, is sex a job with you, or is it that mindless so, where he's just like? Which
1: means for him, so I think there is no future with him because he didn't have to tell you that. And I think that uh, a man who does that shows he doesn't really care. It's not considerate for your feelings. And obviously, you know, it's not the fact that he did it to to that bothers me so much. That's one thing in the past. That he told her. That it's told you and put in your mind forever the images of a gigolo and the fact that he you know could do it again.
0: Yeah, because that to me seems like he's just bragging. And why would you brag about that? Because there's no reason she needs to know that part of it. Absolutely. It's kind of like talking about the women you had sex with before regardless. Like, why are you talking about it? Do you think, Simon, there's any way possible that if he's treating her very well and they're in love and everything's great that it's something you can get beyond?
1: No. Mm. it's it's He did it subconsciously to rotten the relationship with Carrie. He poisoned the relationship with that information because somewhere in his heart, subconscious or soul, you know, I'm still think, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, of course, because it was very exciting for him for his mm-hmm. ego to be paid to make love. I wow. mean, you know, so
0: good point. What do you think about that, Carrie? Uh, I mean, I the more you
3: talk about it, the more I really wish I didn't know. I mean, for a while there, I, I was thinking maybe it's nice that he was so honest with me about it, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, think, and that's the, that, that's I the thing.
3: Point is right. You know,
0: that's the thing. Like if you don't if the person you're dating, if they have nothing to gain by this information, what is the point? If he's clean, if he doesn't have any STDs and he's not harming you in any way, that's something that he can really like just leave in the past. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. But now, you know, it's too late. You play, you pay.
0: Well, thank you, Carrie. Sorry that that was uh, a a tough call, and I'm sorry that that's happening to you, but we wish you the best of luck. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling, Carrie. You can call us anytime if you have a question for The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. The phone lines are open for all your calls. Our last caller, Carrie, and I have something in common. We both dated a male stripper.
1: I was surprised, Angie.
0: Well, I was surprised too, Simon. I look back and I, I still can't believe that that happened. <laughs> that was an
1: interesting story. Hey,
0: when we all have layers to our lives. Now you know it. We all have skeletons in our closet. Some people might find that job sexy. Um, some jobs we found uh, can be sexier than others and they did a study about America's sexiest Uh, and unsexiest jobs. I'm all ears. What do you think is the sexiest job for women,
1: would you guess? That's a tough question. The sexiest job for women, nurse...
0: Okay, that's a good one because you're thinking of the whole outfit. Yes. <laughs> the uh, naughty nurse. I bet every nurse is like, I'm waitress, not a naughty nurse. I mean,
1: there's some always beautiful waitress. Yeah, and also, um... I mean,
0: models, I guess, would be oh, okay. pretty. Yeah, of models, course. comedians, okay. Well, here's here's what they say are the sexiest for women: product manager. I don't even know what that would consist of, but flight attendant is on the oh, list. Oh, oui. we flight attendants are beautiful usually, and they all have the uniform, and they're always flying off somewhere exotic, so that's sexy, and. And a speech therapist. A speech that, therapist is sexy. Is that
1: because of the tongue twisters?
0: Um, uh, maybe. Is that what they mean? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Sexiest jobs for men. Doctor, psychiatrist, and lawyer. You know why that's sexy? Because money and money and money. What about talk
1: show hosts? So that doesn't include me in any category? That doesn't say radio talk show host? Or... Well,
0: well, that is not unsexy. But the unsexy jobs for men. Baker, Cashier And TV producer I don't know why a TV producer would be unsexy But um, the unsexiest jobs for women Exterminator Bus driver And chemist I would think a chemist would be really smart, and that would be a turn on. Yeah,
1: I, I really think that a chemist—it's magic—if they can use all the older product and all that. I think I don't that's. Agree.
0: A, I think that's a smart. It's smart as sexy to me, but exterminator, me no thank Why you. not?
1: Because they touched uh, the beast? Uh, to me. Yeah, I would feel
0: like they still had bugs on them, and the bugs were gonna get on me, oh, and that. like I don't need any of that. Bring Back those spiders. <laughs> then we gotta fumigate the whole damn house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The phone lines are open. 855-905-8255. More of the rendezvous coming up with Simon angie you're listening to the rendezvous with simon and angie phone lines are open for all of your advice whether you need it for relationships love sex marriage whatever it is 855-905-8255 and everything online lots of stuff for you to see uh the rendezvous show.com including simon's show on the fyi channel
1: in bed with simon all our past episodes right are found on the rendezvous show.com check them out it's a lot of fun. me in a king size bed, in a mall, in Chicago, talking to real couples about sex, relationships, and love.
0: I love it. And you can email us anytime, too. We do have an email here. Joy from Philly. Let's get to it. It says, hey, guys, I feel like I'm losing my boyfriend. He says that we fight too much and that even though he really loves me more than he's loved anyone in his life, that sometimes love is not enough. But how could he say it if he really loves me? Is love enough? I mean, what should she do if she feels like she's losing her boyfriend because they fight a lot? And he's saying that it's not enough. The love, I mean, that's a red flag. He's saying that this isn't working and love isn't enough. Do you agree?
1: I agree with you. I mean, you have to listen to your partner, right? Yes. So so something is not well in this relationship.
0: And I feel like love is always necessary, but love can't be the only thing that's sustaining you. Because if you don't have communication skills and you're arguing all the time, it can really take put a damper on the romance and the love and kind of ruin... Everything.
1: True, but love is the engine that makes you change, learn, evolve, make an effort. No love, no relationship. Or it ends up by being, you know, this monotony that drag everybody down.
0: Yeah, and that can definitely ruin romance. Because
1: sure. monotony is the worst enemy of monogamy.
0: Monotony is the worst enemy of monogamy. Don't
1: don't forget it. It's a huge, huge problem for everybody.
0: I agree with you. Is love enough, though? We're going to hear about it next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for having us on tonight. You can call anytime, 855-905-8255. Our phone lines are open for your questions, your love advice if you need it, your relationship and romance advice, also online at therendezvousshow.com. We're talking about being in love. We had an email saying that um, this woman was fighting with her boyfriend. Yes. And thinking and He's saying, you know, love isn't always enough if we're fighting all the time. Have you ever had to end a relationship with someone you loved because love was not enough. And do you still think about him or her? Even, you know, Valentine's Day is rolling up here. I've had to end relationships um, where I had to add one in particular um, because uh, the person was cheating on me. So, well, yes, I loved him, but apparently he didn't love me or the love wasn't enough. My love was not enough to sustain us.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. One person's love doesn't sustain
0: absolutely
1: two-people relationship. I had another instance where we were both in love. But it was long distance, and the long distance broke us, and her jealousy broke us too. So there was the true love, but like I said, the Atlantic is so big, separates you from from seeing each other, and then the jealousy.
0: Do you think that the jealousy came because of the distance? Is that what sparked the jealousy, or do you think they were just a jealous person? She
1: she was just jealous because she was jealous with her boyfriend before me and the one before me, so... Even if she was dating someone in France, she suffered from tremendous anxiety of jealousy.
0: Do You say, you always say that the jealousy is a form of hate. I, so do yeah. you think that she loved you or do you think she was just damaged because of being jealous or these past relationships where there was cheating?
1: No, I think it comes down to much deeper. It comes down to her and her father.
0: Oh, wow. And it so, went real deep.
1: Yeah, it's it's where it's coming from. It's never about the actual person. Uh, we all have a little bit of jealousy, but when somebody is that jealous where that you have to face them every five minutes and, you know, they want to control you, it's an anxiety not to be loved. And it's right. not by you. Right. It's easier to, to be mad at the person you're dating than your father when you were three, four, five, six years old. And so that's what she even told me that. So
0: so in my case, it was because the love wasn't balanced. I mean, obviously, I was it. in love. he did not love me. In your case, you both loved each other, but it wasn't enough to sustain these problems of jealousy.
1: It's interesting. Yes. Even if with all the love we could have had for each other, she would have self-destroyed.
0: And you would have been miserable.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, we're now good friends, but she's in Paris and here I am.
0: So the answer to that is you should both love each other. That's the amazing foundation, but...
1: And trust each other. And
0: trust and communicate.
1: Absolutely. Otherwise, it goes down it's, south. Yes, it's work on both sides, but the
0: love's got to be there first for sure. Oui. Oui. More of the <laughs> rendezvous coming up next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, Marcel, it's been another amazing evening with you.
1: Same with you, Angie, the beautiful Angie Taylor.
0: I love sharing our nights together. me too. And with our listeners as well. You can call in anytime if you ever want some relationship love advice from our romance expert, Simon, 855-905-8255. We're also online, and you can catch all of Simon's FYI shows if you haven't seen them yet.
1: Because on the the rendezvousshow.com, there's all the past episodes of this crazy TV show of mine called In Bed with Simon which is not what you think a ménage à trois per se but a, <laughs> a conversation à trois so it's really me they put me FY, um, put me in a real mall uh, king size bed yes. on block 37 down the street on State Street, and then there was real couples uh, that came, and we asked all the questions.
0: And they're in literally in the bed with you. They so, are on. On the bed. NG, not oh, there's in, a difference. That's please. right. That's yes, right. Exactly. So it's like a, a menage a trois, but not the sex, just the romance the, the, and love the, the, advice.
1: And, and, yeah, and the la, la, la.
0: And the ooh-la-la, always ooh-la-la. Always ooh-la-la. Lots of ooh-la-la on our website. Also <laughs> on our website, we're giving away an awesome trip to see Mariah Carey in Las Vegas. It's going to be you and your friend, maybe your lover, whoever you want to take to go see Mariah. She's doing her residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. It's Mariah number one to infinity. You have to sign up on our website at therendezvousshow.com to win your trip to see Mariah. It's the rendezvous Rendezvous Mariah Carey Vegas Flyaway Sweepstakes. No purchase necessary, void in Alaska, Hawaii, and where prohibited. Open to all legal residents of the contiguous USDC 21 and Older Sweepstakes ends at eleven fifty-nine Eastern, February twelfth, twenty seventeen. That's the com. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel <laughs> and Angie Taylor.